The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 20th of June. In your squeeze today, immunisation scepticism, suspects named in the downing of MH17, the makeup of our Senate, and how do our universities rank? This is your squeeze today. We're talking health first up. The first ever Welcome Trust analysis has taken a look at how 140,000 people across 140 countries feel about science and major health challenges. Specifically and notably, it's had a look at how people feel about vaccinations, with one of the key findings being that people in richer countries are considerably less likely to trust vaccines than people in developing nations. Talk us through the numbers, Claire. So globally, 79% of respondents agreed that vaccination is safe, 7% disagreed, and 14% neither agreed nor disagreed. So uh, the long story short, I guess, is that uh, to look across the world and have less than 80% of the population think that vaccination is safe is really troubling. Uh, That's because uh, to get herd immunity, you need 95% of kids immunised each year. And uh, to tip under that 95% really puts a lot of individuals, but also uh, a lot of others in danger. So yeah, it's a really bad tipping point. And the World Health Organisation not that long ago listed uh, this vaccine hesitancy as one of the top 10 global threats to health. How did Australia fare? Look, we're at that sort of 80% mark. We came in with 83% agreeing that vaccination is safe. Uh, Luckily, when you actually look at our vaccination rates uh, of children, we're at that sort of 90 to 94% mark. But yeah, we really need to get it up to that 95%. Interestingly, France was the most sceptical nation when it came to vaccines. A third of people there are believing they're not safe. MH17 was shot out of the sky over East Ukraine whilst en route from Amsterdam to Kuala Lumpur, killing all on board, including 38 Aussies. It's now five years on, and last night a Dutch-led investigation named some of the suspects, Claire. Yeah, there's three Russians and a Ukrainian. The Russians, they say, have military and intelligence backgrounds, and the Ukrainian was apparently part of that separatist movement um, and was uh, fighting at the time. Uh, Don't expect though, this to come to anything, unfortunately, even though authorities have said that they really want to bring these people to justice, it's expected that Russia will continue to protect them and that they won't actually be at that trial uh, that will happen in March next year over those murder charges. Right. As predicted yesterday, Trump announced he will run for president again in 2020 and he has a new slogan. He's ditched Make America Great Again and he's gone with Keep America Great. You can see what he's done there. But all the talk still about this trade war with China. There's a bit of work that he needs to do before he actually gets to winning another election campaign or even running for election, and that is to get this trade war with China sorted out. And markets yesterday were quite excited by the news that Trump has said that he intends on having quite a good conversation with China's President Xi Jinping at next week's G20 meeting, which is happening in Japan. And it's been over a month since we all went to the polls to vote in the federal election, but it's taken a little while for the numbers 
to settle. What we do know is that in the House of Reps, the coalition has a majority with 77 seats. Labor has 68. Then there's the crossbenchers. What about, though, the Senate? That's the real key to know how easy or not it is for the government to get bills passed. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, The coalition will have 35 senators uh, out of 76, which isn't enough for a majority. And it's not um, usual anyway for uh, any government to have a majority in the the Senate as well as the House of Reps, where we like a bit each way, our Aussies. So (laughs) uh, what happens now, the coalition needs just four crossbenchers to support it, to get its legislation through. That's a bit easier than it was in the last parliament where it needed eight. To our universities, it's the time of the year where the annual rankings of all the world's universities comes out. How did Australia go? Uh, Australian National University in Canberra there, it's 29th in the world. It's the leading uh, Australian university when it comes to that list. Uh, After that, we've got the University of Melbourne, which is in 38th position. We've got the Sydney University, which is 42nd, uh, and then we've got University of New South Wales, 43rd, University of Queensland, 47. That's the top 50. And then to look at the top 100, there's Monash University at 58th uh, and the University of Western Australia, which came in at number 86. Uh, so that's five in the top 50. And in case you're wondering, Massachusetts Institute of Technology is the top ranked university in the world for the eighth consecutive year, followed by Stanford, Harvard and Oxford. And something to celebrate today, the Matildas have made it through the group stage of the World Cup with Sam Kerr scoring a record four goals, the most any Aussie has ever scored in one match at a World Cup. They now play Norway in a sudden death match, if you want to watch, 5am Sunday morning. And how about the memorial being held in Paris for designer Karl Lagerfeld, who died earlier this year, Claire? Suitably OTT. Over the top for those who not up on their acronyms like me. <laughs> very big, very extravagant, uh, a complete celebration of him. Uh, apparently there's going to be 56 towering portraits of him, uh, multiple screens showing highlights from his life. There's a 90-minute stage spectacle that will celebrate his cultural legacy. Uh, expect to see lots of pictures of celebrities and all sorts of people uh, going along to that um, commemoration in Paris. And each day the Squiz Today email subject line is a song lyric that relates to a news item. What have we got? What we have is a lyric from, if it is a lyric, from mm. uh, The Seven Dwarfs, Hi Ho. Yeah, uh, that's a lyric. Just gone with a simple one. Yep, Hi Ho. Uh, that relates to our squiz sayings this morning. There's a phenomenon happening on the television in Japan where the show that's all the rage is uh, called I Will Not Work Overtime, period. Exclamation and, mark. Uh, exclamation mark and um, it follows um, a woman's uh, battle to try and get out of the office by 6pm. That is the premise of the, of the show. That is the premise of the story. They are renowned for very long working yeah. hours. And quite controversial to have that goal. All she wants to do is get to happy hour apparently. So yeah, a big thing. Oh, I hear her. <laughs> Great idea. Finally, let me finish by wishing you a happy birthday, Claire. Oh, thanks. 
yeah, another good year. We're going to have a good day and, um, yeah, there you go. If the uh, if the Squiz Today email is subpar tomorrow, you know Claire went too hard tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be asleep by, you know, Eight 9 o'clock. o'clock yeah. It won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's all from us today. You can follow the Squiz on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Enjoy your Thursday and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.